So we're tagging this on as well because we realize after finishing recording that it has been a year to the day that we're recording this that Stanley passed away. Um, yep. It has been a it's been an interesting year, I think. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we kind of just wanted because Stanley, of course, touched all of our lives. Oh yeah. Um, we wanted to do just kind of like a a year um, in memoriam for Stanley. Just a quick. Uh, little thing just to talk about him. Uh, what do you guys feel about today being the one-year anniversary of Stanley's passing? It's it's a weird thing to think about because as a comic book fan, it's hard to think about comics without Stanley. Absolutely. There have been so many moments in cartoons or in the panels of seeing him or in the movies or in TV shows that you find him that his fingerprints in just the comic book industry and storytelling, mm-hmm. it's, it's just one of those things where like... It's sad to think that I'm never going to hear, hear him say Excelsior or Hey True Believers again. But that doesn't mean that the world that Stanley left is any darker without him. Right. Because I think that all the goodness that he definitely tried to portray in his art is still around. Mm-hmm. And his memory has still really lived so strong. Absolutely. And, I, and like... Stanley, I like. I think as an artist, is kind of a touchy subject. Yeah. Just because, like, just because, like, the the guy was human and he made a plenty of mistakes. Very human. But he was also trying to appease the the business side. Yeah. He was always yeah, yeah, a businessman. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and, he, yeah. and, he, and he and you know what? Take it as you will in terms of the decisions he made. Mm-hmm. He he always thought about the reader. Yeah. He right. always he was the first one to put out like, hey, in the back of magazines we mm-hmm. have like a little segment towards you, the reader, to say like, hey, we really like that you like what reading this. And if you want to like if you have an opinions or like questions or anything like that that we keep receiving all these letters, why don't you tell us and we'll put them right out here and we'll answer your questions for you. Right. And, and that was well, that whole go ahead. Well and I think it's really interesting I want to ask you because um, Stanley created your favorite character. Spider-Man. Yes. Spider-Man is something that you and I first... Favorite Marvel superhero. Favorite Marvel superhero. Yeah. Um, Something that you and I bonded on when we first met. Yeah. When we first became friends. Uh How do... What do you think um, Stan's influence on you when it comes to that character has been? And his effect on you as not just a a Marvel Comics fan, but as a Spider-Man fan? He... uh, my favorite thing, okay, so my favorite thing about all of the Stanley, in terms of all of his cameos and everything that has happened, the one thing that really influenced me about who he was and who he is was from the 90s Spider-Man the Animated Series, near the end of the uh, the series itself, uh, was uh, the episode where they dealt with, it was before the Spider-Verse it happened. Was the it was the original Spider-Verse. Spider-verse. It was mm-hmm. called uh, the, Sp- the Secret War, mm-hmm. or uh, the Spider-War, or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Uh, and it's it all these Spider-Man. It was the last episode. It was the, the last three, two episodes or something yeah. like that of the series, and this is the way they were going to end it. They were going to end like, what if Peter Parker was evil? What if he bonded with the Carnage Venom, uh, the symbiote, and became like Spider Carnage and stuff, and just killed everyone? Shut off Ben Riley. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but you got to meet all these other like Spider Men and everything. And one of the Spider Men that was there was a guy with no powers, but he had the costume on, and he was like, "I don't know why I'm here, but I'm you here." Never for some reason. You never see his face too. 
Yes, it's sure. We'll we'll make it like that. Or uh, or Andrew Garfield when he was like a baby. Andrew Garfield would have been way cooler than that. <laughs> oh, in, yeah. in that in that way scenario, okay. Cool. He would have been with that skateboard. Yeah, I was about to say he would have just on a skateboard the entire so, time. So Malcolm in the middle is is Spider Man, <laughs> and uh, and we. But but the he point is like. I don't. Sorry, I don't. I, no, it's true. Like back in those days, but but I'm getting away from this. The, the one point. The one point I really love is like when they come back to that same Spider-Man, and he's like, "Okay, I got to take you back to your universe. Where do you live?" And it's like, "I live in a world where you're a fictional character." And it was like, "What?" And and it's like, "Yeah, it's like in my world, I'm an actor. I play your. I play you in like uh, movies and television and stuff like that. There's a guy that came up with you, and he's the real influence and everything. And." It's this amazing moment, uh, emphasis on amazing, uh, pun intended. It's just like he comes, he swings, yes, almost. It was almost because he was in this friendly neighborhood <laughs> that, that he so, swung that, in. That sounds really sensational. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the ultimate description. God damn it. It's, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly spectacular. Uh, it might even be superior. Uh, I can't believe it. I, you maybe actually have to say that one. You're, you're um, getting really animated here. The, the, I know. I wish that the people could see what's going on. I'm just um, having, having this discussion with my amazing friends. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're, get, we're, we're, we're getting to a point. We're getting to a point. This is a no, sad I, moment, Dee. This is sad. No, no. We're talking about how no, sad we No, but we're being happy because we're, we're celebrating. We're celebrating. Because uh, when, uh, when he shows up into this uh, like office building in this building... It, it turns around and I was like, what's this? Uh, Spider-Man in my room? It's Stan Lee. And I was like, oh my God, is that the actual guy that they got? And he's like, yeah. And they, he, took some, he takes him and he's like swinging around. He's like, I've always wanted to know what it's like swept singing. This is amazing. And it's like really funny. Uh, and I just will always, that moment was so good because it was just like, no, thank you. Like, Spider-Man has this sense of worth now because throughout the entire series, he's just, like, never... He's getting dumped he's, just, yeah, yeah, he's just been dumped. Yeah, series. and he's always been, like, like so manic-depressive of himself and everything, and he just didn't think he was Poor doing... making. He was yeah. just never thought about, like, he was actually making any influence. And then he sees Stan, and he talks to Stan, and he's just like, I wanted to let you know, like, you are the best character I, I ever came up with, and, like, you have influenced so many people... To this point, that to the point that it's like it's amazing to actually meet you physically, and he's yeah. just like, wow, I didn't realize the influence I have, and that's kind of how I felt with Stan Lee. Of just yeah. from that moment, it's just like how influential and amazing he is from just that moment, and then on, just seeing him in like uh, cameos and voiceovers and games and stuff, just nonstop. But that but that comes back to a point that I was thinking in that. Like the, there's a lot of discrepancies that people can bring up about Stan Lee, Lee's life, and I think that's always something we kind of fear about with death is how we're going to be remembered. Mm-hmm. Right. And if it's anything from what's been shown, in, especially with Stan Lee, is that it's always going to be the good stuff. Yeah. And it's always going to be the good stuff that has, like you said, the best influence on people. He was our the best way to tell ta- to, to to honorize. To honor, to honor, right? To honor, to uh, honor, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm making up words just like him. Uh, <laughs> he, the way to honor him is like the way to think of it is he was our modern day Homer. He came up with mm. a mytholo- mythology of like of of, well he- of yeah. heroes and and and, and Odyssey odysseys and tales, and tales yeah. that we that we are influenced by that he grew up on and everything like that that he 
that was influenced to him that told in a more modern take for us. Mm-hmm. And all of these characters, all of these characters are based on some sort of thing that was influenced by him. Right. Yeah. Well, um, and I think that his his um, influence on the modern day superhero because we're in the golden age of oh, yeah. superhero media. Oh yeah. Right now, and oh yeah. It has to do with him being that company guy, being that cheerleader. You know, you can talk about whether he was one of the best comic book writers of all time. I think he's one of the best uh, editors of all time. Mm-hmm. The best yeah. company face when it comes to Marvel comics. He's like a and living, like, Mickey Mouse is a real person. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you think about, like, Spider-Man is the kind of Mickey Mouse to Marvel, but you can also argue that really the poster boy is Stan Lee. Yeah, he, like, he kind of the face of the company. Yeah. Around him. And yeah. he, when he passed, that touched everybody. Yeah. That really It's kinda like I remember it's kind of like where I was. It, it probably is when out. Yeah. You know, I I think a lot of people remember exactly where they were when they found out Stanley died. Mm-hmm. And it was um it was huge and it didn't really just get into a personal story of my own. Like it didn't really hit me until I was watching a little movie called Spider-Man into the Spiders. <sighs> And um, <laughs> it's shortly after the Peter of that world dies, and Miles is in a costume shop. And I'm gonna try to get through this without crying. Um, <laughs> he picks off a little uh, Spider-Man. I don't want your tissue, especially um, that it's used. Gross. It's used tissue. Um, he picks off this uh, Spider-Man costume and he brings it up to the clerk, and the clerk has the Spider-Man costume in his hands and he looks up at Miles and he says, I'm really going to miss him. And uh, oh. that hit me. <laughs> that hit me right in the throat. Like, I... Um, I cried. I cried <laughs> watching this, watching that film. I cried multiple times. It's, it's an incredible film. It's great. Um, yeah. But seeing him there, him saying, I'm going to miss him, and he says, you know, we were friends, you know. And um, Miles is in this moment where he has the abilities, but he doesn't know how to. Um, he doesn't know the responsibility. Yeah, he doesn't know the responsibility. He doesn't know how to contribute to the world. And he asks him, he's like, Can I bring this back if it doesn't fit? And Stan looks at him and he gives him that classic Stan smile. He says, Eventually. Or it's like, It always fits, eventually. And of course, we get like the gag of like no returns. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like that was for me. I mean, we can talk about the uh, Captain Marvel cameo. We can talk about the Avengers Endgame cameo. For me, that was the quintessential final send off for Stan Lee. And at the end of that movie, they have a little tribute piece. I have it pulled up um, where it just shows his glasses. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's text on it that says. That person who helps others simply because it should or must be done, and because it is the right thing to do, is indeed, is indeed without a doubt a real superhero. And it's a quote from Stanley. The next, um, uh, the next screen uh, says, "Thank you, Stanley and Steve Ditko." Steve Ditko passed in the same year. Yeah. It says, "Thank you, Stanley and Steve Ditko, for telling us we aren't the only ones." I had kind of a similar moment too when, because I was at work when I found out he yeah. died, so I didn't get to really have it. Didn't really, like you said, didn't hit me as well. But right. it, was, it was until that night when I was in my room and I was reading this list of 
Stan Lee quotes, and I stumbled on that one, mm-hmm. and I just broke down. Yeah. Because I heard it in his voice, yeah. which is the hardest thing. And it's this, and again, it, it does kind of break my heart to think that we're in a world where we don't get to see this goofy grandpa type. Because I grew up... This Walt Disney. Yeah, because like Stan Lee kind of had this effect on me, too, where I, didn't, I grew up without uh, a lot of grandparents. I don't know mm-hmm. what a grandfather relationship is like. Right. But like the closest thing that I did kind of get was hearing Stan Lee that say, kooky hey, that Stan. kooky grand Stan, and like I kind of got it was every time he would say, oh, uh, what is it, that something true believers. Yeah. I was, it was always just like, oh, I get it. This is what that old yeah. grandfather it's love true is. Because every, we were all Stan's kids. <laughs> yeah. All of us yeah. were. If you were a Marvel fan, you were one of Stan's kids, and that's... It's hard to think about this sort of world without Well, and I think, um, I mean, with as good as Into the Spider-Verse was, just as a basic, as, as a film, yeah. it coming out right after Stan passed, mm-hmm. a month after Stan passed, kind of elevated it. And I think that the theme, the central theme of that film, and they say it multiple times, is that anyone can wear a mask. Yeah. It's superficially, it's just about anyone can be Spider-Man. Spider-Man is a... Um, is an ideal mm-hmm. for us to strive towards. But I think what Sam's passing at that point represented in the film, as well as that final quote where um, the creators said, thank you to Stanley and Steve Ditko for telling us we're not the only ones. The idea that, and I, I'm not going to just blanket speak for us, but <laughs> growing up, I was bullied a lot. Growing up, I was a fan of superheroes. I was a fan of comic books. And I was a nerd who was beat up on and bullied maliciously because we had not gotten to the point where knowing who Thanos is is cool. That's weird. It's weird. Such a weird world. it's but, bitter. But, it's bitter between all of us but, because we were like, do you see? We're taught, we're like all these people, like all of all these jocks that are like gave who like are influenced by this, and they're like, yeah, I'm a nerd too. It's like, no, you're not. You have no idea the amount of like the amount of like ridicule that we had to go through of just like, see, we told you. Okay, boomer. See, see what I'm talking about? No, it's still no, happening. But honestly, like. Growing up in that world where it wasn't cool like comic books, <laughs> I I love seeing backpacks. I love seeing yeah. uh, little girls running around in Wonder Woman t-shirts. It like, still gives me it, chills it when a kid when a kid is wearing like when any kind of like just like the American shield or something, something like. And that quote where they're saying for telling us that we're not the only ones hit me really hard. Because growing up and being bullied all the time, not really having any friends like you guys who were interested in comic books and superheroes, I felt very alone. Mm-hmm. And in that world, reading those comic books with these characters, Spider-Man, Superman, Batman, all these characters, made me feel like I wasn't alone. Mm-hmm. And that is something that Sam gave to us. Of course, we can talk about the corporate conglomerate, you know, Disney buying Marvel, the Disney machine cranking out Marvel to make it mainstream. Mm-hmm. But the idea that I can... But there was a guy who was trying to do that right. in the beginning. And the idea that I can have a conversation with a random passerby about, hey, did you see that new Avengers film? Yeah. Is, um, it's fulfilling. And it's a world that I wish I had 
been in as a little kid. And that makes me, yes, of course, a little bitter, a little sad that I didn't get to experience what all these kids are experiencing. But it also makes me super fucking happy that these kids never have to go through that. What we went through because of liking superheroes. And a lot of that is owed to having our crazy grandpa Sam Mm -hmm. going to bat for Marvel Comics. And it's it's so heartwarming to see that because you think of all the great messages that comics have oh God, and all so the morality that and it just makes you kind of think of just like okay the generation is learning the lessons I learned yeah. but they're learning the best ones that right. I learned and we got that like you said thanks to Stan Lee yeah. and now that you know he's gone and we're able to recall all the stuff all the lessons that he taught us we now have this responsibility with this power of being super fans of comic books, with this power of having that. We now have that great responsibility of being Stanley for other kids. The way that he brought comics and those superheroes and the larger than life stories to us, we can now fulfill that and pass that on to other people. We can have that kind of impact on people's lives. That's you know to get personal. That's you know one of the reasons that I love doing this podcast. Being able to just talk to people and get people excited about the stuff that excited me when I was a kid. It excites me today. Yeah. Like I still am a little kid when I sit down in the theater with my Captain America popcorn <laughs> and my uh, wearing the shirt and cup. Yeah. yeah, and like being able to be like, yeah, I get to just freaking watch this movie about something that I love. Mm-hmm. And I think that the world is a better place for Stan having been in it. Of course. And it's this thing where like, us as comic book fans, especially who have taken the time to really build relationships with multiple characters, yeah. understand these storylines, we have this great power and so it is our responsibility to share that with the, with the future generation yeah. and people who may not know about right. these stories. My favorite part is with people who have no idea what's up with anything having to do with comic books be like, so what's the deal with Thor Ragnarok? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay. It's like, all right, sit down there, bucko. We're about to have a seven-hour conversation about... Norse mythology and about Planet Hulk. (laughs) And drugs in the 60s. Yeah, and it's just like being able to not just be that gateway Mm -hmm. for generations of kids, but also for people who are our age, who are older, who have questions about stuff and being able to be like, yeah, hey. And not in an elitist way of like, you don't know that. There are plenty of those. There's There's plenty of those people. I run into those people on the regular. There is too much. Well, that's LA. Absolutely. But but being able to be the gatekeeper instead of the the watchdog Mm -hmm. and being able to say like, come on in. Yeah. Let's share. Is something that was instilled, I know in me and I'm sure in a lot of people, by Stan Lee. Of never being like, you're not a true believer. It's for him, we were all true believers. Yeah, no matter And so him telling us to face front was to be like, come on in. Come on into the house. Like, let's sit down by the fire and let me tell you about this kid named Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. About this, you know, scientist named Bruce Banner. Mm -hmm. So I am, I owe a lot of my life. I would, I have no idea where I would be without comic books. (laughs) I have no idea where I would be without Stanley. It's true. That's, uh, it's, I'm 
same thing. I don't know where it would be without Stanley. For sure. So, um, yeah, we just wanted to do like a little quick tribute. And I don't know who I would be without Stanley. Had to get it in there. I just thought right. of it, I had to get no, it No, you're back. right. And, and you're absolutely right. Like, um, he is a larger than life character who now lives forever in the hearts and minds of comic book fans and non-comic book fans all over the place. So, um, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Thank uh, you. For opening that door for us and allowing us to walk on through and we will continue to keep that door open for anyone else who would like to be part of the Mary Marvel Marching Society. Excelsior.